Greetings everyone. My name is Fatih Hasnawi and I'm your host for this show, Let's Get High on Myth. It's a show where we'll talk about the legends of the gods and the goddesses and the adventures of the heroes. It's fun and it's amazing, so join me on this journey. A quick disclaimer before we start. Greek mythology was told orally for centuries before it was written down in the 8th century BCE. So my story when I tell it could be different from any story you find it anyway. There's different versions and they all coexist. So now that we have that cleared up, let's start our episode. Our first episode is titled, Would You Please Stop Eating Your Children? So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the cosmogeny, how it all started. According to the Greek, the cosmogeny was told by Hesiod in his Theogony. First, there was chaos, only nothingness. From chaos emerged Gaia, which means Mother Earth and other divine creatures, like Eros, which means love, and Abyss, which is part of the underworld, and Erebus, which is the unknown part of the underworld where death dwells. Gaia, aka Mother Earth, created herself a companion named Uranus, or Uranus. Ring any bells? Correct, just like the name of the planet. So Gaia and Uranus got together and had a bunch of children. They're known as the Titans. There were 12 of them, six females and six males. I'm not gonna bother you with mentioning all 12 names. Just remember one female Rhea and one male Kronos because they are essential to our story. Also, Gaia and Uranus also had different other kinds of children, known monsters, known as the Hecatires and the Cyclops. The Hecatires were three giants with 50 heads and 100 hands, quite handy if you can ask me. And the Cyclops were one-eyed giants. But these poor monsters were not loved by their father. He imprisoned them in Tartarus. Kronos, one of Uranus' children, came to know that he was the one destined to overthrow his father. And boy did he accomplish that. But he was not alone. He got help from Gaia, his mother. You would think, why well, would Gaia betray her husband? Simply because she was upset he locked up his monster children. So Gaia helps Cronus overtake him, over, help Cronus overtake his father. So Cronus castrates Uranus. And the bits that fall into the land, the Gigantes and the Furies were born from. You may ask, what are the Furies? They were female deities of vengeance, basically females you don't want to mess with. And from the blood that splatters on the ocean, a foam bubbled up. And from the foam, our beautiful girl Aphrodite was born. Yes, Aphrodite, known as the goddess of love and beauty. You can see this scene in the Italian painting by Pocelli, where he deceives the arrival of Venus to the shore. It's known as the birth of Venus. You may ask, who is Venus? Well, Venus is Aphrodite, point for the Roman. Continuing with the story, so after Uranus is gone, Cronus gets to rule the world and he takes he take Rhea as his wife. Together, they have a lot of children, but Cronus comes to know that he himself was destined to be overthrown by one of his offspring. Karma is weird indeed. So he decides he's gonna eat every child when he's born. You may ask, eat his children? Yes, eat. A quite bizarre choice, but this is Greek mythology. So every time a child is born, it is swallowed by 
Kronos. First, there was Hestia, the goddess of hearth, fireplace, and domesticity, home and family. Second, there was Demeter, the goddess of earth fertility, harvest, and agriculture. Third, there was Hera, the goddess of marriage and birth. Hades was next, and he was the king of the underworld and the god of the dead. And then there was Poseidon, the god of the sea, storms, earthquakes, and horses. All these fives were swallowed by their father Cronus. One day, Rhea had enough of the weird dietary habits of her husband, so she decided that she would not be giving him her sixth child, known as Zeus, the god of lightning. So she gave Cronus a rock as a baby, wrapped up in a blanket as a baby so to swallow, and he did and saved Zeus by hiding him in a cave where he grew healthy enough or strong enough to make, make truth to the prophecy. By, he, do, he does that by giving his father a drunken drink which makes him throw up his brothers and sister and the stone. Allegedly the stone was placed by Zeus in Delphi and you can find pictures of it in the Museum of Delphi. So now Zeus is on a spree. He go on to free the monsters from Tartarus and he announced war against Kronos and his brothers and sisters. The Cyclops who were freed by Zeus came out very helpful because they were masters of forging weapons and they were the one to give Zeus his signature as Bolt of Lightning and Poseidon his trident which is just the cooler version of a fork and for Hades they gave him the Helmet of Darkness which is just a fancy name for a helmet that makes you invisible. So this war of gods versus titans lasted 10 years, 10 years and ended up with the win of the gods. So now the titans were imprisoned in Mount Tartarus and guarded by the Hecatiris. What a coincidence and how the irony of karma work. So now that the titans are imprisoned, there was only a tale, a few tales of, of few titans who were able to escape. One of them is Atlas, but he didn't really escape punishment because he was punished by carrying the earth on his shoulders. Let's hope he doesn't sneeze or we all fall. There was also other tales of two other creatures who were able to run, but I will leave that as a secret for now. So now that everything is under control, Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon go on to decide who will rule what and how they're gonna rule. So the thing they come up with is the following. Zeus get to rule the sky, since he's the god of lightning. Poseidon get to rule the sea, and for Hades, he get to rule the underworld. Hades is a little bit grumpy about that fact. We'll get to know more about that about the next episodes. And after that, and for the Earth, you might ask who ruled it. Well, it was just, uh, like you said, a neutral land owned by nobody. So Zeus takes Hera as a wife, and they settle down in Mount Olympus. And this is, along with his sisters and brothers, and this is where the name the Olympians came from. They sit there and watch over humans. Sometimes they call down to Earth to stop wars or even start wars to punish people or sometimes gift them. So this was the story of the Cosmogeny, how it all started. I will give you a challenge for our next episode. I talked about Atlas escaping Mount Tartarus. 
but I said he was not alone. Two other creatures were able to run away. So I want you to search that up and comment below who were the two who ran away. I will be revealing this in our my Instagram page, the show Instagram page, Let's Get High on Myth. So make sure to follow me there and make sure to follow Algerian Black Pearl pages of Facebook and YouTube so you stay updated. Thank you all for listening for this episode and see you next time. Take care, everyone.